Today is Monday, December the 4th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. A U.S. warship in the Red Sea was fired upon by Houthi rebels from the country of Yemen. There were commercial ships in that area that were first attacked by missile and drones in an hours-long engagement. The USS Kearney was called to that area to help, according to the Department of Defense. No damage or injuries are being reported at this time. Missouri Congressman Mark Alford says that the Biden administration and the Democrat Party are using diversity, equity and inclusion policies to destroy the U.S. military from within. Alfred spoke on Washington Watch with Tony Perkins. They're doing nothing but divide us in the military, dividing our nation. And yet this administration and the Obama administration before them are intent on, I think, destroying our military by dividing us further. There is a reason that they wear uniforms in the military. That is to make people uniform and to concentrate on skin color or what gender they use. The communist Chinese simply don't care. A federal judge has struck down a ban on the sale of firearms to adults between the ages of 18 and 20. Judge Thomas Klee is on the U.S. District Court out of West Virginia, and he ruled against the Biden administration and in favor of the two plaintiffs, Stephen Brown and Benjamin Weekly. The two men were banned from buying guns due to their ages. The judge ruled that this ban was facially unconstitutional and rejected arguments from the federal government that the parents of the two plaintiffs could buy the guns for them. The judge said that the defendants in this case are missing the point and that injury to the plaintiffs is very clear. It is a deprivation of a constitutional right, no matter if there's an easy workaround of the law. Three Republican members of the House Oversight Committee have sent a letter to special counsel Jack Smith demanding that he provide them with certain documents and communications surrounding his efforts to indict Donald Trump with conspiracy charges related to the 2020 election results. James Comer, Anna Paulina Luna and Jim Jordan want information by December 15th regarding Smith's communication and documents on impaneling a grand jury to indict Trump, any offers of immunity to those testifying in this case, and any oversight provided by the U.S. Department of Justice. The letter also refers to the use of compulsory process or subpoena if Smith does not provide those documents by the deadline given. And here is a fascinating exchange that occurred between Tucker Carlson who has spent 30 years in political news as well as mainstream media, and Roseanne Barr, who has spent decades in Hollywood, as they talk about the politics of 2023, as well as the intensified lying and propaganda that is coming from our national leaders and is being pushed into the faces of everyday Americans. The average person, when he lies, tells a lie that's you know 15 degrees off center. You know, I'm drinking... Pellegrino, but actually it's Perrier or whatever. Yeah. What they don't do is invert the lie. Right. You're drinking Perrier. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that is so the average person can't understand it. It's bewildering. It throws you off balance. It's so aggressive and deeply like dishonest at the core level that you can't even relate to it. I know. Right? And so yeah. you think, well, hold on, maybe it's true. <laughs> Why would they say it if it wasn't true? Because that's what a normal person does when you're accused. You go, oh my God, did I do something wrong? Totally. It's happened to me, actually. You don't don't immediately go, "Uh uh-uh, you did. You did, exactly. Right. So it does, I think, reveal moral disease and a a worldview that's like so different from mine, I can't even relate to it. You know, this isn't left versus right. Right. This isn't, it's not just, and I know you often hear people say, it's just about the money. Yeah, money plays a huge role in this, but it's deeper than that. Like, why would you... 
it's it's lying for its own sake. Mm-hmm. It's the worship of dishonesty. Yeah. It's the hatred of the truth. Why would you hate the truth? Sometimes the truth is inconvenient. If you right. catch me cheating on my wife, I don't want you to tell the truth about it. Right. Of course, I get it. Yeah. But I don't oh, never even think to take pleasure in telling a lie for its own sake. I'm not angry when you tell the truth, as long as it doesn't expose my, you know, weaknesses or what as long as I'm not hurt by it. They hate the truth because it's true. Yeah. That's and a hundred percent of the people punished in the last five years in the public conversation have been punished for telling the truth, not for lying. Yeah. And they don't even pretend otherwise. They don't call it lying anymore. They call it disinformation. Yeah, right? that's what they the thing about it. disinformation is it can be true. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's still verboten. How does that work? Because it's a kingdom of lies. Like, it is a kingdom of lies. These natural story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Well, following up on the Tucker Carlson discussion about lying from our national leaders, one area where the collusion, conspiracy and lying is all rolled into one big false narrative is when it comes to the events of January 6th on Washington, D.C. And for today's report, I'm going to feature one person who is no longer going to be quiet about the false narrative that has been put out there for the average American. That is former lieutenant for the Capitol Police, Tariq Johnson. Johnson posted on social media this statement. After J6 first occurred, I drank the mainstream media Kool-Aid and believe J6 was an insurrection. But as more and more facts were revealed, my position changed. End of quote. Johnson is now calling the events a parliamentary coup with a subsequent cover up. He spoke over the weekend on X social media platform saying that he'll be presenting material in the days ahead that outline how he came to the solid conclusion for himself personally, that January 6th was a setup and then a cover-up of great enormity. And it all starts with a critical position of intelligence within the Capitol Police Force. This was headed by Yogananda Pittman. Johnson released three hours of radio communications over the weekend that is between him and other Capitol Police on that day, and he did so to illustrate how Pittman refused to respond to any of his calls for help and further assistance. Here is Johnson conducting an interview with Tucker Carlson when Carlson was still with Fox News and already knew early after the January 6th event that things had not gone as normally should have happened with intelligence informing Capitol Police on the ground what to expect and how to react. If there is anyone at the very heart of the January 6th story, it's former Capitol Police Lieutenant Tarek Johnson. And yet, for some reason, the January 6th committee never called him to testify. My voice was one of the first ones you hear on the audio transmission. So um, I, I did expect to get an interview at some time, but no, it didn't happen. Uh, I guess the focus um, um, was on Donald Trump. According to Johnson, no one answered his numerous pleas for help over Capitol Police radio frequencies. Johnson says he, quote, didn't hear anything on the radio. According to Johnson, Yogananda Pittman kept vital information about the protests from frontline officers like him. Pittman was the assistant chief of the department in charge of intelligence operations. We should have been better prepared that day, and we could have been better prepared that day if the information was disseminated like it was supposed to be. Once protesters moved inside the building, 
Johnson's first concern was the safety of senators. His job was to protect them. In rising panic, he called over the radio for direction and assistance. Even now, two years later, he is baffled by the response he got. I was requesting permission to evacuate the Senate side, um, the Senate chambers, um, because I had a clear line of sight to get them out the Senate door. And I didn't get permission. Um, the dispatcher called a couple times to see if I can get permission. No response. With Yogananda Pittman and his other supervisors unresponsive, Johnson says he decided to begin the evacuation of senators himself. The person that I thought was going to authorize the evacuation didn't do it. I wanted to get those members of Congress out as quickly as I could. That's why I initiated, um, you know, those evacuations. Me being disciplined, um, it wasn't as important as not getting the members of Congress and their staff to safety. Footage we reviewed seems to bolster Johnson's account. The video shows Johnson conducting the evacuation of senators from the chamber. Yet Tarek Johnson was not rewarded for what he did. He was punished. A photo emerged of Johnson wearing a MAGA hat outside the Capitol. That picture cost him his career. Sometimes I look at it and like, thank you, God, for blessing me with this hat. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I wish this hat never came in my life. A Biden voter, Johnson says he donned the hat in an effort to rescue fellow officers he believed were trapped in the building. I figured if I had the hat on, it would be easier for me to navigate my way through the crowd. It was um, basically self-preservation and um, de-escalation, um, and I needed to get up those steps. I couldn't say what would have happened walking through that crowd without it. But for the crime of wearing a Trump hat, Johnson found himself suspended. Ultimately, he resigned from the force and lost his pension. He now works part-time as a furniture mover. I'll be featuring more on January 6th tomorrow coming from Laura Logan, where she also brings up Yogananga Pittman once again. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.